Amazing. Welcome, welcome. That's oh, right, sing a song. Sing it in. I made a few notes. I'm checking them twice. Okay. That's all I got. That's good. It's, it's a new kinda, song. Sounded like a Christmas song. Yeah. It's a new song. Sounded like not, a, yeah, you've Santa, never heard of it. Santa Claus song. You've you never heard of it. Cool. <laughs> Probably not. I'll forgive you. Oh, thank you. Because that's what we're talking about tonight. Forgiveness. Yes. How did I know? How did you know? Gosh, you can read minds. I'm a mind reader. Don't forget that. Oh. Watch your thoughts. Okay. What Keep am I thinking right now? Keep your thoughts clean. I can't say we're on air. <laughs> there's no way I'm saying that. Gross. <laughs> no, we're talking about forgiveness. You're an easy person. You're an easy... Let's we'll see. How do I say this? You're an easy forgiver. Like you, I'm easy to forgive? You're easy... No. <laughs> I think... You just, forgive just easy. I forgive easy. I think you do. Oh. What's the definition of forgiveness, by the way? Sometimes, I guess, yeah. I think you do. I think you do all the time. It's not hard for you if, if somebody... No, I usually... I, sometimes... Yeah. Yeah, it's not... It's, I'm, I'm... I don't know. There's something, there's something built in me that... When somebody shows remorse, it almost doesn't matter what they've done. I can't stay upset you right. know what I mean it's yeah. one of those things it's like and, and I know a lot of people aren't like that it's just it, it, I don't know if it's a product of well it, it's a product of your environment whatever that environment is but growing up or yeah, things that have happened to you or what I don't I don't know what it makes or, or maybe it's just your disposition as a, as a human just the way you were made yeah well the, the, I, I just googled it because you know uh, the true, what is the true definition of forgiveness? And this is what it says. Psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. Boom. I think it's a great definition. Gosh, that is a good definition. It is. Because I think people say all the time, oh, yeah, I forgave them. But did you? Did you release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward that person or group of people? I think that's where we slip up because you know what I'm saying? Because, of course, you hear the thing, forgive and forget. You should forget. Yeah, forgetting is out of the picture. Well, we're not, we're not able to. It's not. It's you, not you can't. It's, there, there, there's some things that you can't forget about because they're 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 in there you know what i mean it's Especially just, it, just things from your childhood even like not me personally but i know people probably have forgiven their brother or their sister for doing something to them or, or doing something stupid or their parents but when something that can trigger that comes into your head you can't forget it you and can't. you can't you can't avoid the feelings that are brought back to the surface right but you can keep them from yeah, out. you can never forget. If somebody, if, if you've been hurt, you're not going to ever forget it. Are you going to think about it every day? No, probably not. Time goes on and you maybe you won't think about it. You may you may go years and not think about it and then something will happen. It'll pop up and be like, oh man. And you might not build up resentment again towards that person, but you're not ever going to forget it. No, it's kind of like you can equate it to, that makes me think of it, if you've ever lost anybody that you really and most people have lost someone they're very close to, you don't ever forget about them, but you'll go a good period of time after they've been gone a while without without 
it hitting you that they're gone and then right. out of the blue something Boom. happens yeah. you pass something you walk into a room and you see something that they would have liked or right. and all of a sudden it floods in they're gone right you know i think that's kind of and that's a weird way to relate not forgetting because it doesn't mean that you it's going to bring everything back and that you're going to be mad again and that you're going to be ugly. It just means those feelings can come in and they can, you yeah. know, depending on what it was that was done to you. Right, yes. and we're not talking about necessarily just um, marriage relationships or dating relationships. This could be forgiveness for any relationship oh, no, that you're in. Oh, no, yeah. With your friends, it could be kids, with your with brothers, your with your parents. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's for everything. Your best friend with a coworker. Mm-hmm. Right, but... Also, I feel like when you forgive someone, you have to release your right to get even, too. I think people are like, all right, I'll, I'll forgive you. But inside, like, you get that little voice. be like, but I'm, one day, karma's going to come back and get you. And, and I might have to participate in that. Right? You're not mad at them anymore. But you, you, you low-key hope that that same thing either happens to them or something similar. You I, know would, I, mean? I would have to say that if you low-key hope that something happens to or if you low-key have the mindset of karma will get them, I don't think you've forgiven them. I don't either. That's not forgiveness. Forgiveness is when you don't... That's not... For, when, you're, when you're wanting to get back at someone, you have definitely not forgiven them. Or if you're wishing that hurt or a similar hurt on them... That you have, I would say you need to deal with it a little bit more because you have not forgiven them. And you might not be ready to forgive somebody right off the bat. Right. And I think that's okay too, but don't tell the person that you do forgive them until you do. Because then you're going to have behaviors and attitudes towards that person and they're going to know, you really haven't forgiven me. Like, don't, true. you don't have this to be mean to me. True. You don't have yes. to be mean to me. You don't have to be hateful to me. You may need to distance yourself from me, or maybe you don't need to distance yourself from me. But don't say that you forgive me and then start treating me certain types of ways that I know that you haven't forgiven. You might not be ready. Because I think forgiveness comes within you, like inside. Yeah, it's, it, a, it, it's like a wound. You can't say, oh, it's healed. It's, it's healed. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's still there. Yeah, but I don't really feel it. It's But it's not healed. It's still there. Right. So it could cause you problems. Right. But I think I think it goes back to the beginning of the podcast. I think that's why it's a good conversation is because not everybody has the same definition of forgiveness. So the way someone may have been raised or the way they were taught, they may say, I forgive you, I forgive you, but they really haven't. Because they don't understand what we're talking about on a level yeah. where it's cleansed. But the, you'll be able to tell if somebody actually forgives you. Like if somebody says, I forgive you, then they don't speak to you. Or they True. speak differently towards you. Or they ignore you. You know I mean? That, that's not really, I mean, that's just words. It's, it's, forgiveness is really more actions, I feel like. Where you wrong somebody and they, the way they act towards you, you're like, oh my gosh, they really have forgiven me. Right. That's what I think. I think right. it's, it's more actions. I think, too, it's more, it is definitely more actions. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times, and I'm not saying, either either side, men or women, when you're pulling, like you said, you pull something up from the past, that's, you might not have forgiven them. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure people out of anger bring stuff back up, but to well, I mean, bring it up happen. on a regular basis or to use it as a weapon... 
and it's been two years or been a year. Oh, it's holding been, it in your back pocket. Be like, yeah, remember when you yeah, did this to yeah. me? And I mean, everybody's done oh, stuff gosh, like that. Yes. I mean, that's not, I'm just saying to truly let go of it and, and forgive the person. It can take time. I think it's like anything. It takes time. Yeah. I have, I have an article put up here. I don't know if you want to go through some of these I and mean, we don't have to go through all of them, but there's eight keys to forgiveness. Um, you want me to go through some of these? Absolutely. I haven't even read these, so just so you know. This will be fun. I know, right? This is how we work. This is how we do. This is how we do. Um, know what forgiveness is and why it matters. Forgiveness is about goodness, about extending mercy to those who've harmed us, even if they don't deserve it. It's not about finding excuses for the offending person's behavior or pretending like it didn't happen. Nor is there a quick formula you can follow. Forgiveness is a process with many steps that often proceeds in a non-linear fashion. I think that's true. I think it's not not finding excuses and brushing things under the rug. Like, let's just forget about it. That's like the pat. You know what I mean? Let's just forget about it. Brush it. No, I think you have to address you it. face it. You have to address it. Or it won't get better. Pretending like it didn't happen is hmm. not ever going to work. The, the thing is, like you said, it's about goodness. It's about forgiveness. It's about... What did you say at the beginning of that? It's about goodness, about extending mercy to those who've harmed us, even if they don't deserve it. Okay, that's what I was going to get at. The problem there is the way you extend that mercy. You can't, and I think there's probably people that are tempted to do this because, you know what, as humans, we always want to feel good about ourselves. And we want to feel righteous. So what could be really damaging to any relationship is to extend that mercy extend that grace even though they may not deserve it but then holding that over their head Mm -hmm. did you really forgive them or are you using it to hold it you know what I mean saying I'm so great I'd get you know to do that which to me that that jinx you oh for sure scared me to death to be cocky about it because I don't think forgiveness is a real I don't think it's easy for anybody I just no it's not but it kind of leads it into this. Number two is be become forgivingly fit. To practice forgiveness, it helps if you have worked on positively changing your inner world by learning to be what they call forgivingly fit. Just as you would start uh, slowly with a new physical exercise routine, it helps if you build up your forgiveness heart muscles slowly incorporating regular workouts in your everyday life. You can start by becoming becoming more fit by making a commitment to do no harm. In other words, make a conscious effort not to talk despairingly about those who have hurt you. Um, you don't have to say good things, but if you refrain from talking negatively, it will feed the more forgiving side of your mind and heart. That's interesting. So simply by not talking about the people who've wronged you can kind of, you're in essence practicing or exercising how to forgive people. I think that would be good for younger people because I think, like, I feel like the like at least our kids' age and stuff, they, they're they so hateful towards each other. Any little thing and they're like, Rah! you know what I mean? There's no forgiveness there, I feel like. And they, they can talk about each other so easily. Oh, so easily. So, so easily. Um, and it says here, wait, and I never thought of this, um, but it says you can show love in small ways in everyday encounters. I need to practice some of these. Yeah, me like too. smiling at a, I don't know what this means, smiling at a harried grocery cashier or taking time to listen to a child 
that is so good right there because I'm telling you, sometimes it's hard to like sit down and actually listen to a kid try to say what they want to say to you. Um, giving love when it's unnecessary helps to build the love muscle, making it easier to show compassion toward everyone. So just little things like that, like not maybe road rage, you know what I mean? Maybe right. that would be a way to practice it. That's true. Um, just little things in everyday life. Uh, sometimes pride and power can weaken your efforts to forgive by making you feel entitled and inflated so that you hang onto your resentment as a noble cause. So sometimes pride really can get in the way too of forgiveness. Like you're too proud to forgive. I, I think that a lot of people are like that. I think there's a whole lot of people that are like that. Do you feel like that? They've got a pride where they can't, yeah, you can't let go of it. Do you feel like that men or women would be more prideful? I'm just curious. This isn't even part of the article. I'm just curious. I don't even know if it has to do with the sex. I could think of many men and women yeah, that are I'm just wondering. very I'd, stubborn and prideful. I think, I don't know about why. I, for, for me, I feel like more men are prideful. Probably. I feel like, because I feel like they have to be the bigger person. They feel like they have to be the bigger person. Yep, kind of goes with the whole traditional man woman, like the man trying to be the strong protector, like the alpha. Or yeah, the alpha, yeah, not 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 wanting to admit. I don't think it has to be that way, or that it always. No, is that it, way. it doesn't saying, have to. But you're right. Like, I think yeah. in a way, I had something to say back here before. Oh, you slipped about in about what? what? What we were just talking about? Are we down here? Well, no, I haven't even been to three. Oh, okay. The, I was the talking be- about daily, everyday encounters. Right. What do you mean? Recognizing that every no. What What was the first, the last point you made? The start of it. What about taking time to listen to a child? Yeah, but the last point, the first when you started, point one was point one, one and two. Oh, here we go. Point one was know what forgiveness is and right. why it matters. Point two is become forgivenly fit. Right. Forgively fit. I'm trying to remember what you said at the beginning of that. So I can, I had um, something to say at the very beginning of it. To practice forgiveness, it helps if you have worked on positively changing your inner world by learning to be what I call forgivingly fit. Well, Just yeah. As you would st- I'm not reading all this over again. I'm I- trying to remember what it says in there that I had a se- something to say. Well, why don't you just interrupt me? Well, I... Well, it's better than doing this. True. I don't know what you wanted to say. I talked uh, about daily encounters, about grocery store workers talking no, to a child. Before that. We'll just move on. Yeah, because I don't understand. I don't understand shit. Okay, so number, if, if it comes up again. It, it probably won't. It might. Um, oh, I just got a text from Nate that said the dog threw up. Yay. Isn't that going to be fun? Uh, number three, address your inner pain. It's important to figure out who has hurt you and how. This may seem obvious, but not every action that causes your suffering is unjust. For example, you don't need to forgive your child or your spouse for being imperfect, even if their imperfections are inconvenient for you. That is a good one. So to become clearer, you can look carefully at the people in your life, your, your parents, your siblings, peers, spouse, coworkers, children, and even yourself, and rate how much they have hurt you. Um... We put it on a chalkboard in the kitchen. Yeah, we should. Okay, so Jeff, you've heard me this much. But these hearts have contributed to your inner pain and need to be acknowledged. Doing this will give you an idea of who needs forgiveness in your life and provide a place to start. Huh. Yeah, so, and it, it goes on to say that there are forms of, there are many forms of emotional pain. 
but the common, this is interesting, the common forms are anxiety, depression, unhealthy anger, lack of trust, self-loathing, or low self-esteem, overall negative worldview, and a lack of confidence. So you can be in emotional pain and, you know, it, it can cause all of those psychological issues, all of those emotional issues. Um, and maybe it's because you need to forgive someone or maybe it's because somebody needs to forgive you and you're holding on to it. You know, because there's like, like I circle back around to what I said earlier. If you, if you've done something to somebody and you, so therefore that, that you're going to harbor guilt because if you truly are sorry, and I think that's where forgiveness comes first. I feel like is the person, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about this? has to be real I know but like do you feel like the person has to say I'm sorry before you're able to forgive them or do you think the words I'm sorry are just hogwash I just said hogwash I don't know why I, I said don't, that I mean I don't even know if it has to be sorry but it, they have to somehow acknowledge there has to be remorse for for what if it's a serious thing I mean if it's I don't care if it's serious or not. On the I think that you still should say. I mean, if you've done something to inconvenience someone, um, gosh, Dang. hold on. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I think you have to. There has to be some form of apology. Yes, to but, start I, but a, I think what to you start a process of what you said. It has to be sincere. Um, you, you people can say I'm sorry and just not. You can tell they don't really mean it. But if well, somebody, I think it's going to be the same way uh, with that as it is with the forgiveness. You're going to know if somebody's not really sincere. Right. Might not know right away, but you're going to know by their actions whether they're sincerely sorry for right. what they did. Right. Well, I was saying something about guilt. I forget what I was saying about guilt. But you're, it's going to, it's, when you need to say sorry to somebody, and if you you're truly are re- remorseful, yes, you're going to harbor guilt, even though that person says they forgive you, okay, with the words. What I need in my life, if I truly have hurt somebody, and I truly am remorseful, and they say they forgive me, but circling back to what we said before, the actions are a little bit weird. Like, I really don't feel like that they have. So then right. I know that there's still inner inner pain to the person I hurt, which causes more inner pain for me, more guilt for me, and it's just a big, vicious cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking again. I'm talking about if it's something kind of major, not just like um, sure. I yeah. forgot to pick right. up your your dry cleaning at the right. dry cleaners that we never use. But you know what I mean. So I think addressing your inner pain, I think that's really good to sit down and reflect on. Maybe there's people in your life still that you need to forgive. That you're like, wow. Think about that for a second. Like, is there anybody in your past or your coworkers or anybody that you need to forgive? Because if we hold this in i'm not a psychologist i'm just talking from i truly believe in forgiveness. if we hold it in it'll bring you down it'll make harboring guilt's one thing but for someone that knows they need to forgive somebody and harboring that i think that's that you're just i forget what the saying is but it's it's so damaging to you and they're not getting i mean there's people that might not even know that you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you need to forgive them. Yeah, you may never have talked to these people. Right. You may never. You might not know them. You may know them. They. You may have known them twenty years ago. But well, I mean, I don't think you need to apologize to anybody you don't know. Really, I mean, how, what, what you don't do you need mean? to. No, I'm saying forgive them. Oh, forgive them. Somebody may have harmed you that you don't. You know, in a deal or oh, in okay, some 
situation. They may have hurt your family member. You oh, know, yeah, someone sure. might have hurt one of your kids that you don't know, or might want to hurt your brother. Right. Or, or, and and you hate their guts, and you let that eat you alive. Right. And you've got to. I'm a true believer in that. That you got to forgive to really be fully the happiest and most fulfilled person you can be. I think you do too. Um, <clears throat> you know, because we all we. I'm trying to think if there's anybody. I don't think I have anybody anything major that I need to go forgive someone for. I mean, just little things like, you know, people I might flip off in traffic because they don't know how to work a four way stop and stuff like that. But you, you know. need to forgive them or you need to apologize to them. I need to forgive them for being stupid. Forgive them for being stupid. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that. I understand that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. It was a joke. But no, it, 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 number four. I think there's probably a lot of people. I know for me, there's people in my life, not people, but it, it, I need to forgive. Well, go forgive them, Jeff. But, I, you, but you hold on to stuff. And it's hard to let go. So you want to forgive, but... What if you go to that person and say, I forgive you, and they're like, I'm not sorry. I didn't do anything. I would never go to the person. You don't go to them. You forgive them. It's over. You get, it's for you. It, oh. Screw them. Oh, they don't need to know screw you Screw them. them. It's not even about them. It's about <laughs> me getting freedom for myself and not letting them have a piece of me. Remember when we were watching... You have a piece of me as long as I don't yeah. forgive you. Remember when we were watching Billy Madison a few months ago... And remember, he was he was doing this. He was calling everybody or something and saying he was sorry. And he called that one psychopath that had he had him on his hit list to kill him. And he was like, "I'm sorry for treating you bad in eighth grade." And that guy just went and marked his name off like yeah, the list. It's like yeah. somebody might be waiting for you to say you're sorry or to say I forgive you. But no, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's true though. I mean, yeah. I think we a lot of people do have the someone in their life that's wronged them. It's, yeah, it's been very difficult to get over. Yeah. Um, number four says develop a forgiving mind through empathy. We've talked about empathy before. Um, scientists have studied what happens in the brain when we think about forgiving. And we have discovered that when people successfully imagine, imagine forgiving someone in a hypothetical situation, they show increased activity in the neural circuits responsible for empathy. This tells us that empathy is connected to forgiveness. And that is an important step in the process. So you don't know the details of the person who harmed you in your life. Um, you can often see more clearly what wounds he carries and start to develop empathy for him. So, I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, empathy's you never huge. know what somebody's going through. We always say that all the time when people are acting stupid or maybe somebody was grumpy with you at work. Maybe your coworker came into you and was like really not nice to you, but you don't know what kind of news they might have gotten on their way to work. You don't know what anybody's going through. And I and I mean, that's something I talked to somebody not long ago about when we were talking about relationships and we were talking about, you know, like, I told him that's what I told my brother when they when he, when, when he asked me marriage advice. I said that the, one of the biggest things that both of you can have for each other, which I, I don't know if you either have it or you don't or you can exercise this muscle, but empathy. Yeah. And it's like the person I was talking to was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, you've decided this person is going to be your number one, right? Right. And, and I'm talking marriage rather than maybe a friendship, but still. This person, you've decided to be their number one. You're going to come into situations where they're going to think some, they're not going to like something, and it's going to make them extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. 
and and you're going to say that's stupid and it doesn't make sense but you got to step aside for a minute and you got to try your hardest to see it through their lens and and even if you still think it's stupid you have to do everything you can unless they're taking advantage of it because right. they've got to be empathetic to your viewpoint at the same time right and if it's, one side's not empathetic and the other side is you get what a lot of marriages and relationships are and it's one-sided where somebody always has to back down and sit down in the corner yeah that's not good and that's what i'm trying to teach my kids right now is just you know when when they get upset with their boyfriends or whatever it is you know it's always their way or no way and i don't like that because that's not you have to think about you have to put the other person and you have to put all that into perspective you know what i mean yeah and i can't think of an example right off the top of my head and i wouldn't want to put their relationships out there but i'm just saying like that's so very important what you just said it's like to huge. think about the other person for a second like you might not right off the bat you might not in the heat of the you know, in the heat of the moment, or the step mood away in, and then put it. To... Yeah, is this is your spouse or your significant other or your boyfriend girlfriend whatever? Are they stressed at work? Is there a medical issue they might be dealing with that might make them on it? You know, there's so many factors involved, but you don't you don't always think about that though in the heat of the moment. Were they hurt in a past relationship? So this yeah. makes them insecure about you going out right. till two a.m. You know, right, right, with your boys, even though you've never done anything wrong or you're not running around with girls. Right. It still makes them anxious once it gets to ten o'clock and you're still out. Right. And you're drinking, you know, and that's a stupid example maybe, but it's one that pops in my head for a young relationship that might be. Yeah. The 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 guy that's out has to be empathetic to you too. Yeah. So he has to be like, oh my gosh, she he, like you right. said, she's in this past relationship where, or he's been in this past relationship where. Right. Every time he went out this happened gosh that's a whole nother topic about toxic relationships i mean there's so many examples i'm gonna skip over some of these because some of them are kind of repeating themselves but i think this is a good one it's number seven actually um is to forgive yourself and that is so hard like for me anyway for me as a person if i've wronged you and yeah, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying uh, forgetting to call you on your birth. Well, yeah, no, I really feel bad yeah, about that. Yeah, you're pretty hard on yourself. No, but like if, I, if I say, okay, we're going to go to dinner this week, and then I end up not texting you. I mean, yeah, I feel bad about it, but I'm not talking about something like that. I'm talking about forgiving yourself for, I mean, everybody does things in their life that wrong people. If you haven't, then you're lucky, and you're not human, I don't feel like. But forgiving yourself your is, is so hard for me. And this says most of us tend to be harder on ourselves than we are on others, and we struggle to love ourselves. That is so true. I have a hard time forgiving myself, but I feel like I'm a very forgiving person. Like I think we both are. You're like ex- I, you're an extremely forgiving person. And I, yeah. and I, and I, and I don't know. I, and just like we said at the beginning, I don't forget. But I honestly, if you come to me and say I'm sorry, and like you said, you show, you show remorse, and like remorse, you really yeah. are sorry, and, and, and then it's fine. We'll talk about it. We'll hug it out, and you know, move on. But if you're not feeling lovable because of actions you've taken, you may need to work on self-forgiveness and offer to yourself what you offer to others who have hurt you, a sense of inherent worth despite your actions. In self-forgiveness, you honor yourself as a person, even if you are imperfect. If you've broken your personal standards in a serious way, there is a danger of sliding into self-loathing. When this happens, you may not take good care of yourself. You might overeat or or oversleep or start smoking or engage in other forms of self-punishment you need to recognize this and move towards self-compassion That's soften crazy. your heart towards yourself That's exactly where i was going with it. the dangers of not forgiving yourself yeah. you you'll 
the, the danger is not only to yourself but to your relationships because yeah. you self-punish. You start to... That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you, you subconsciously start to hurt yourself. You right. start to punch because your self-worth is nothing to you. Right. Right? So now all of a sudden... But the dangers in that is not only what you can do to yourself, but you can then you can get reckless. and You can make poor decisions, which can cause you harm, cause your relationships harm. You can start missing things. You can start... Oh, sure. Going out drinking all hours of night. You can start talking to people on the internet... Because who cares? I'm a horrible yeah. person. This is what I am. Yeah. Which is, it's it can go self-destructive behavior. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have felt that way before. I mean, I I mean, that, that was talking to me right there. Like, I have done things, you know, and I mean, like, it's, it's hard when you really have hurt somebody that you care about, you know? Whether yeah. it's your parents, you know, or your kids, or your spouse, or a friend. Right. You know, it's really hard it's really hard for me to forgive myself. It's, it's just really difficult. Well, I think that's the catch-22 of having a big heart is be very forgiving of other people, but you also care about other people, so it's harder for you to let let mm-hmm. up on yourself. It's funny that you say that because number eight is develop a forgiving heart. <laughs> when we overcome suffering, we gain a more mature understanding of what it means to be humble, courageous, and and loving in the world. We may be moved to create an atmosphere of forgiveness in our homes and workplaces to help others who've been harmed um, overcome their suffering or to protect our communities from a cycle of hatred and violence. All of these choices can lighten the heart and bring joy to one's life. So, yeah, developing a forgiving heart. I think a lot of people just, I mean, we're very forgiving, but I think there's a lot of people who have a hard time forgiving. Oh, I think there's, I know people I, that have, and I thought about, it's funny, I thought about that the other day because I saw somebody that I'm, I have no problem with, I don't even know them that well, but I know somebody else that I know, I, if I saw them see each other, they might they might throw up, they might go down. Really? You know, like, there's a problem there, right? Yeah. And then I thought, I don't have anybody that I'm going to see out. I mean, that... And I, and I don't know if that's a product growing cup because I honestly, God, I cannot think of anybody my father ever talked negative about. Yeah. I don't remember anybody unless he was talking to them yes. negatively. Yes. He never like was, he was just that guy that never, I mean, you've known him since you were a kid too. He just doesn't get ugly like and, and doesn't really have enemies. Right. And it's, I don't know if that's something that's, that you witness and learn and it's just, you just don't see somebody. It's just in you. But to, I don't want that. Like when you think about that, you do not want to, you do not want to have anybody. I have one person. That I have one person to. I have one person and it's really petty and it's from, it's from high school actually. And I'm still really kind of mad about it, to be honest. And I really kind of low-key, well, may, we maybe should talk about this off the thing. might want to talk about this off the thing. And, but and she maybe, helped you, me win my, uh, not win, she helped me pass my um, one-mile running test in gym class. We had to run a mile for time. And I was not a runner. I'm still not a runner. I mean, I'm into fitness now, but I'm definitely still not a runner. But back in high school, I wasn't even into fitness. I was like, do what? And I, a situation happened and I just kept thinking of her, and I kept saying her name over and over my head, and I just pretended like I was chasing her, and I did really good. 
<laughs> I ran that mile like a mother. That's good. And I'm still, I still have. There's issues there. This is this goes this goes deep. And now everybody that's listening. And there's wants nothing the that really badly happened. You know what? You but know you're what? an adolescent. It's, a, you know it's an impressionable time in your life. You know what? Can I just tell? If I don't say names, I think I'll tell the story to end. Why can't I tell the story? You can do whatever you want. So uh, because this is your podcast, I really feel like I should. Well, I would never talk to your mom about this, but see, there's this. There was this girl who I was really low key jealous about in high school. I was jealous. I'm just not gonna lie. I'm just gonna be honest because she was beautiful, and I think she beautiful. liked Jeff, and I think Jeff kind of liked her, and. I voiced to Jeff that I did not like her. Okay? I did not like her either. I voiced to Jeff that I did not like her. There was something about her. And I didn't say this about all the girls. So I wasn't one of those people who were like, oh, she's like this. with No, there was this girl. Okay? This one girl. If you don't mind, could you please keep your distance from her? And And so I don't know how it got back to your mom that I didn't like her. Now, I don't know where this stems from. I wish we had your mom on the podcast. Because here's what your mom did. She, I used to babysit your siblings sometimes. Me, I did. I wasn't available. So guess who she called on to babysit your siblings? This girl. That Jeff was going to come home and see. And they were going to be in the house together while she was babysitting the siblings that I couldn't babysit. I don't even remember this. Oh, I do. I do. I was like, you were like, guess who's over here babysitting? And I was like, who? And you said the name. And I was like, are you... I cannot believe your mom would do that to me. She, I, I, and I, I, it had to be that she overheard a conversation that, I, and maybe your mom at the time didn't really like me and was trying to break us up. Okay, so fast forward. I don't think so. No, listen. This is it's almost over. Fast forward. Jeff and I are getting married in like a week. Invitations are sent out. Everybody's been invited. RSVPs are back, and we're sitting at the country club at the pool. Me, Jeff. And his mom, okay, the country club that we're going to get married at, our reception. Who walks by in her little bathing suit? We know who, this girl. And I didn't invite her to the wedding. Hell no, I'm not inviting her to my wedding. And and, and see, Jeff's parents is friends, I think, with her parents. But Uh, I wasn't inviting them. They're off the list. High school drama. They're not, like, I pulled their thing from the invitations and didn't mail them. Like, I'm not, they're not coming to my, my wedding. And so she walks by and she goes, Oh, when's the wedding? And I go, July 18th. And in my head, I was like, bitch. But uh, <laughs> she said, oh, I must have missed the invitation. I'm like, no, you didn't get one. And then your mom says, oh, you don't need one. You know that you're more than welcome. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm going to throw both of you in the pool right now. And you're going to get your hair wet. Because Jeff's mom doesn't get her hair wet in the pool. I love your mom. I'm not mad at her now. I mean, it seems like I am. It does. It really I'm does. not mad. At her. I love your mom to death. I'm not <laughs> mad at your mom. This is like, it's just petty. I told you. But yeah. So she invited her over to babysit. Mm-hmm. And then she invites her to our wedding. It's not your wedding. It's our wedding. It should have been like, when this girl walked away, she should have been like, Which, did you all invite her? Should we invite her? And I would have been like, no. That's the story. That's all that it is. So there's that one person that even when I talk about them, like, I, like I'm getting irritated. Hi, and I have hi, no reason to. This has been so many years. I'm sure she's married and has her own kids and um, probably grandkids by now. And she's probably gray 20. and she's probably all wrinkly. Listen to you. <laughs> she's not. She's probably perfect just like she used to be. But Oh, my gosh. I would like to see her. No, I wouldn't. I wonder if I'd recognize her. 
I think I'm going to go run a mile. That's what I'm going to do. Wear yourself out. <laughs> it's 20-some years ago. All right. I'm okay. You're going to be all right? Yep. I'm good. We got to go clean up dog puke. I don't know who needs to forgive who out of that whole situation. Why is your face red right now? My face is isn't this red. Br- yes, it is. I feel completely Brandon, fine. Your, your, your face is red. Is there something under... Is there underlying? It's because I'm laughing. Do you, do you need to tell me something that I need to forgive you about? No. I do not. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. But... <laughs> no, I don't know why I'm getting a third degree. But you're not getting the third degree. That was red. <laughs> so is your face. Is it? Yes. Wow. Huh. That's because it, it's 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 all like tense. The, the no, tension it's not tense. was. I'm laughing. It was tense there for a minute. Oh, I was telling a story. I'm very animated. I'm not upset. You're very animated. I know you're not. I'm not worried about it. You're not upset. There's nothing to be upset red? about. Because I was just sitting here like, oh boy. <laughs> She's going to kill somebody. All right. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. So, lesson here. Forgive. Forgive. You probably won't forget. No, you probably won't. That's all. Boom. Have a good night.